0: For Beyond Profit, a podcast of the ANA Center for Brand Purpose, I'm Ken Boliu. Over the past six years, the corporate citizenship team at Mailchimp, an integrated marketing platform for small businesses, has worked with more than 200 small nonprofits in the Atlanta area. They have found that creating opportunities to help community underdogs often brings about tangible change. Mailchimp's latest campaign, Big Change Starts Small. Developed in partnership with the creative agency KIN, highlights an adaptable model for corporate citizenship that businesses can adopt to improve their own communities. Blending technology, investing, and advocacy, this unique initiative is about growing and educating small do-gooders everywhere. The epitome of using purpose to drive action. Here to discuss Big Change Starts Small are Lane Shakespeare, Senior Head of Corporate Citizenship at MILCHIMP, and Kwame Taylor-Hayford, co-founder of KIN. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me at Beyond Profit. Ken, thanks for
1: having me. Thanks for having us, Ken. It's a pleasure.
0: Well, likewise, um, and congratulations on the launch of this really cool platform. Blaine, I want to start with you first. Can you just talk a bit about the genesis of the Big Change Start Small and why you thought that this was just the perfect timing for such an initiative?
2: from his perspective. So way back in 2013, we started to think about how we could live out our purpose in the community. Our purpose being to empower the underdog. MailChimp serves more than 12 million users all around the world. Most of those are small businesses. And you know if you look at the small business market, Ken was the uh, exact right partner to bring in to, to help
0: us do that. So, Elaine, just a, a quick follow-up. As far as the timing goes, I mean, in light of everything that's going on in the world right now, do you feel that this is an extra important initiative to get out there?
2: And we want to make sure that they know uh, that we're in their corner. And we want to inspire other companies and donors to acknowledge the community organizations that are doing the best work might not be the biggest brands, but they Mm -hmm. might be the ones that know their communities
0: the best. Kwame, your agency spent the better part of a year reimagining MailChimp's corporate giving framework. My question to you is, in what ways did you advance that
1: framework? the underdog, how can we extend that from the context of small businesses and make that also cover individuals, organizations, people that we have characterized as small world changers. They have big ambitions, they invest heavily in their local communities, and through the knowledge and insight that they can bring forward, have the potential to drive unbelievable impact. So our focus was really to clarify the framework It was to allow for this very important work that MailChimp's been doing for years to continue to drive a positive impact uh, locally and allow it to scale, because the ambition for this platform is that it can apply in many cities beyond Atlanta. I think the other two priorities we had in mind while developing this program were around elevating MailChimp's thought leadership, because they are pioneering a new approach to corporate citizenship that so value creative that we needed to get this out in a packaged way that would allow for other organizations to hopefully adopt it, and in that process, of course, realize a lot of benefit—not just for Mailchimp, but also for the communities that that would be impacted. So it was a, a year-long journey, but over the course of that year, we were able to show many proof points of how this new strategy and this new platform came to life, all culminating with the launch of, of Big Change, Start Small in, in January.
0: Kwame, has your agency worked on initiatives like this where it takes a year to sort of pull things together?
1: MailChimp is we, over the course of this year working together we're able to go out into the world with two or three brand actions really that prove the purpose that this incredible brand and that Lane's team has in March right when the pandemic hit we were able to manifest the purpose of supporting the underdogs through an initiative with uh, South by Southwest So we took you know, very quickly after South by canceled their in-person festival working closely with uh, some partners and of course you know, the fantastic chain, uh, team at Mailchimp Presents we're able to to license all the short films that were going to debut
2: as part of the festival and put them online uh, through a streaming platform in an effort we called Support the Shorts. And again, for us, that was an unbelievable act on behalf of MailChimp Mm -hmm. to
1: come to the aid of these short filmmakers who heavily rely on festivals to give them the visibility and give them uh, access to opportunity once their short films are done. We're able to manifest this brand purpose again uh, over the course of the summer with another initiative that was in support of diverse voices in the literature world by the books, evolved a long-standing partnership with MailChimp and the Decatur Book Festival in Atlanta and gave voice and a platform to often overlooked diverse voices in the literary world and really allowed for them to elevate their stories and also bridge to transactions so we could help them sell their books by a partnership with bookshop there's a few ways that we were able to to bring this to life and i think big change starts small is the culmination of a lot of thinking and an awesome model for corporate citizenship that that mailchimp is really championing
0: lane let's get back to the adaptable model for a minute here can you just walk us through the underpinnings of that and how you promote the type the type of change that you're looking for in other words what's your rallying cry for this
2: it's really hard to compete for funding. Uh, So a universal problem here in the United States, but also elsewhere is unrestricted sponsorship. Most of the time when uh, donors or especially large donors or corporate donors are interacting with nonprofits, they often have an idea of the way the money should be spent. But the problem is that nonprofits are the ones that know their communities best and they know what the problems that need to be solved. And there's not necessarily an overlap of those two things. So we are have been bullish for a long time unrestricted sponsorship and letting nonprofits know that we trust them to do the best work and do what needs to be be done. It sounds pretty simple, but it's actually uh, it's fairly radical in the way that philanthropy has traditionally worked, especially in the 20th century. We want to make sure that the uh, people who are growing their brands in our communities have all the freedoms that small businesses do to get the work done. Next, we want to make sure that we're adding value wherever we go. So we've built a number of social innovation programs that bring together our employee base. We have 1,200 people, uh, primarily in Atlanta, but also in London, Santa Monica, Vancouver, Brooklyn, and Oakland. We want to combine their expertise with our brand purpose and also with the community to build something new. And so programs like Mailchimp Community College, which educate our employees on the idea of equity, which has been been a hot topic for the past in 2020 especially, but it's been something we've been doing for a long time. We kicked off Mailchimp Community College as a leadership program, 32 hours for our people, and it's taught by leaders in the community around the idea of equity. So whether they're looking at it through lens of transportation, affordable housing, criminal justice, the arts, you name it, we wanted our employees to really understand the ideas that drive equity and what makes the place inequitable as well. At the end of that program, they're able to give uh, $200,000 to the the organizations doing the best work in equity, and we think that that's a a story worth telling, and so we want to make sure that those programs were highlighted and that they were available for other companies or other community foundations to either copy or use as a jumping-off point. Finally, we wanted to share our approach to real-time advocacy. Kwame already mentioned Support the Shorts and Buy the Books, which were two major initiatives, we really wanted to focus change start small to life as soon as possible. We want to make sure that we were there, our community members as well. Uh, And I'll mention voting on my mind, which is what we, the brand action that we made in October of this year, which allowed Georgia voters to find their earliest, closest open early voting location. It was a tool that made something difficult really easy. And as we saw in Georgia, this election was extremely consequential and every vote counted. And so I'm, I'm proud to report that voters from more than 71 different counties across Georgia used our tool to find their early voting
0: wow that's terrific congratulations on that well i mean you had mentioned you know a few of the elements that you're currently using to bring the whole campaign to life lane mentioned some as well what about the campaign has you particularly excited is it one specific thing or is it just everything all together given the you know the year that you spent pulling all the pieces together that it just again, collectively just works really well
1: that giving funds in a restricted fashion is so ingrained uh, is um, really challenging because it limits the impact it limits the good work that organizations can bring to bear for the communities that they're a part of the fact that it's frowned upon to invest in operational expenses or to build capabilities to fundraise or to do marketing I mean these are things that any small organization that's looking to grow needs to have the freedom to invest in so from our perspective through the pioneering work of MailChimp. We're hoping to encourage lots of brands, organizations, anyone who gives really, to think a lot more about giving unrestricted uh, funds so these organizations can take that money in and use it to create impact in the best way that they can. And of course, it's important for people to embrace the idea of giving locally because the Lane's point earlier, these organizations know their communities so well and know exactly what things need to be addressed, what policies need to be put in place, and exactly how to drive impact and create value for the citizens of that community. So I think that's the thing we're most excited about is to package this and, and have this playbook in effect be embraced and adopted by lots of other brands. And then as Creative people, of course, we love the beautiful sort of illustrative um, world that we've created for the campaign. We built an amazing site that does a good job of overviewing the programs, the funding initiatives, and the ad- advocacy that Mailchips in- invested in. Uh, and then we made a beautiful spot with incredible music that we're really proud of.
0: I have a follow-up question that either of you can feel free to chime in. It's around brands working with the local nonprofits. Do you feel that there are enough brands doing that now, um, or do you think they still have a ways to go? In other words, that they tend to partner more with the bigger nonprofits and often forget the the little ones that are having big impact in their communities.
2: Fortune 500s, they do an amazing job and a lot of times their brand purpose, their corporate social responsibility, all of their kind of community work is reflects the globalness of their brand. And what has made Mailchimp's approach special in our context is that we also have a global brand and we've served millions of customers around the world, but we want to solve for impact right in our mm-hmm. backyard. We think there are tons of organizations here that haven't gotten the attention they deserve and Mailchimp has been their champion for the past six years. So. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of room to grow in Atlanta, and I don't think that Atlanta is particularly special in that way. I think there is a lot more attention we could pay for small organizations that are really struggling. I mean, the same way that small businesses are, but really a little bit goes a long way, uh, and I've yet to see a a real commitment from other corporations in a way that would be really game-changing.
0: So Elaine, just sticking with you for a minute here. I had mentioned earlier that you work with over 200 nonprofits in the Atlanta area, small businesses as well. And it seems to me that these collaborations pretty much get at the heart of your brand purpose. I want you to talk a little more about that, about the you know empowering the underdogs. I think it's just so powerful.
2: is uh, you know just a natural extension of MailChimp's purpose. We're empowering the underdog in the community, and it's really that simple, uh, but sometimes it takes an outside perspective and a, and a focus on marketing the story to, to really bring that into focus. I'm thinking about organizations like Moving in the Spirit, which is a, a wonderful organization that Develops youth through dance. Most of these kids are, come from underserved communities. They're underestimated, and for 30 years, Moving in the Spirit has been doing tremendous work in developing kids. But you know, when it came time for them to ask for a lot of funding for a new home, uh, you know, their, their old home was, was cramped, feelings were were low, it was dingy. But they've been doing tremendous work, notwithstanding. And, and they came around to ask people for what's called a feasibility study to see if they could raise a, a lot more money to build a, a new home for their students. And the came back five years later and they said, you know, what if we get a feasibility study um, to build this new home? And the answer was no again. And then by the time they they took the third shot, it was 2015 and Mailchimp was around. And so they came to us first. And we said, of course, obviously, y'all are doing, y'all been doing phenomenal work. You need a new home. A new headquarters is exactly what these kids deserve. And you were the organization for the chops to do it. And all of a sudden, after hearing no, 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 all it took was Mailchimp you know saying yes and not being the biggest funder, but being the first one and taking a risk on an organization that to us wasn't a risk at all. And within a couple of years, they built a new uh, nine million dollar facility that just opened up this past August. I think those are the kind of stories of what big change starts small really means. And I think that you know, no matter what your Whether you're a small nonprofit, whether you're a social enterprise, whether you're creative or a small business, that's the kind of change we're
0: looking to see. Well, that's terrific. Thank you for sharing that. Kwame, is the Big Change Start Small campaign also reflective of the kind of work that your agency values in terms of wanting to make a difference in the world?
1: one sort of looking, uh, driving so much impressive impact, it was sort of a no-brainer for us to come in and help really work closely with him and his team to you know, clarify and sort of focus the approach and really connect it back to the core tenets of the brand and ultimately allow for it to scale and have a lot more impact, we get you know, hugely excited about that. It's so important to us to work with brands who are committed to this work long-term and in a sustainable way. We think it's, it's the future of brand building.
0: Kwame, there's a fair amount of skepticism out there still about whether purpose, in fact, drives growth. I get the sense that you feel... Otherwise, that in fact it does. I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about that and your work with clients in terms of just that they've been able to measure success directly from the purposeful programs that you've pulled together.
1: Of you know, no concern for anything but profit. Over the last, I would argue, 10, 15 years, as the world is slowly unraveling because of our disregard for the environment and our disregard for you know people and for community. I think the awareness of consumers is forcing a reconsideration of all those things. And if you are a brand today and you're speaking to someone who is a millennial or, or Gen Z or, or even younger, I mean, these, these are not optional considerations. You know They are essentially mandatory. From our perspective, embracing that Thinking, embracing that, that ethos and collaborating with brands who have a genuine and an authentic desire to build themselves and make their products in a sustainable way, in an mm-hmm. equitable way. We 100% believe it is the future. And we're fortunate enough to get to collaborate with, you know, MailChimp, we're working with Netflix, we're working with Away Travel and wow. a few other modern brands who are really, you know, owning their responsibility in this area. how you can embrace these operating principles or these ways of, of, of behaving through your employee activities, through your internal engagement, You know, through your brand efforts and how you show up in the world and ultimately, and of course, through the products that you make. I think from if you're able to design it with that level of intent, there's a much greater chance that you'll have not only success, you know, communicating these efforts out, but also you'll have an impact, a a meaningful, tangible impact. And I think that's what consumers in the end are looking for.
0: Lane, so when you look at the state of corporate citizenship in general, are you pleased with what you see? This follows similar to what I've asked, you know, Kwame about purpose.
2: has to balance our brand, our people, and our community. And, you know, there are going to be projects where one of those elements outweighs another one, but they all have to be focused on at the same time. A lot of times I see more cause marketing out there that uh, is more weighted towards the brand and, you know, with a nod towards the community. And to me, that rings really hollow. I think there's ways uh, to engage with the world and report on the work and inspire people a vale. You can get a handle on what uh, it is you're doing and, bring, and how you're bringing along the community. But how do you market that work? How do you make it interesting? And how do you make it compelling? And that's where I think that's what's exciting to me about the future of corporate citizenship because it feels like there is a lot of opportunity to bring style and, you know, brand, genuine brand expression to an area that is so often a little bit dry and compliance oriented. Or, on the other hand, if you're interested in more cause marketing kind of activities, there's an opportunity to bring a little bit more of the what and the
1: community
0: along with you there too just a follow-up question is corporate citizenship an element of purpose or do you feel it's the evolution of brand purpose
2: But MailChimp as a whole, you step in our office or in our Zoom meetings over the past year, you'll see that the purpose is what drives our people. That's the reason why they apply. Uh, It's the reason uh, why they show up every day and make great products for small businesses around the world. You know, corporate citizenship is a small part of that, and it's an important part of that. But ideally, you know, you're living out that purpose in every single element of your business.
0: So, Kwame, I want to end it with a question for you. Clearly, your agency is purposeful, and I'm wondering whether you know, the clients that you work with, are they taking more of a mindset to make the world a better place? Are you seeing that more and more when they're coming to you, that that is their whole goal?
1: In this push to have brands really step up and own their role in helping create a better world. I think governments are having a very challenging time, as evidenced by the events in January. I think individuals and not-for-profits and other organizations often have the right orientation but lack the resources and lack the scale. So brands and corporations who have incredible resources and, and scale and can drive so much impact. In our minds have a responsibility to own that role and to really step up in a time where we're all looking for leadership, we're looking for things and people to believe in. I, I feel brands can really step in and help, you know, drive some of the positive momentum towards a better, greener, more equitable future. Yes, overall I think there's out brands that want to be bold and want to innovate. And and Lane touched on this before. We feel the creative expression of this kind of work um, has really lacked some of the craft and imagination and innovation that we've seen in many other spaces. So we're excited to bring some of that forward in the partnerships that we have.
0: Well, congratulations to both of you on what is a terrific campaign and best of luck moving forward. And I do want to thank both of you for joining me on Beyond Profit. Thanks
1: so much, Ken. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure.
0: To learn more, please visit BigChangeStartsSmall.com. That's BigChangeStartsSmall.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.